I'll tell you what, let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, man, it's Roger. Um, hey, brother. This is something that, you know, I, I couldn't text in about this. Um, first thing I want to say is I am a huge law enforcement supporter. Like, I am pro-law enforcement all the way around. But I'm fixing to throw a twist into your topic. Okay. You've got habitual offenders that, yeah, they need to be locked up. You know, if they're a murder, major drug dealer, like Buddy said, give them some lead poisoning and, you know, be done with it. Um, to the lady that called in, you know, to start this whole deal, you know, hey, if her dad didn't do anything violent, you know, just some kind of petty stuff or whatever, you know, yeah, let him out. You know, give give him a chance for parole. Um, but here's the twist. The judicial system is twisted and jacked up as anything else I've ever seen in Mississippi. In 2009... I myself was falsely arrested and charged with four felonies, two counts of auto burglary and two counts of identity theft. It ruined my life at that time. I lost my job at AT AT&T. I mean, I lost everything I had. I had never been to jail before, no priors, nothing. All I ever had was just speeding tickets. You know, when you grow up on McDowell Road, you got a ticket for doing stupid stuff. But that's all I ever had. So when I'm trying to plead and tell these people, hey, I have no clue what the hell's going on, you know, the city of Ridgeland and Madison County, they're not having any of this junk. They, they, they're just ready to lock me up. You know, they I had to get a real attorney and not just some public defender. And they approached my attorney with, hey, we'll give him life with parole option after 30 years. You know, y'all not even looking into... What I did in the past, which is nothing, just speeding tickets, and y'all are trying to throw me away for life. You know, that's 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 how jacked up this system is. Now, granted, it took me almost three full years and $30,000 to prove my innocence. You know, uh, GPS cell phone on my, on, uh, for my phone, um, you know, proved where I was. I was not in the city of Ridgeland when these times, you know, when these crimes were committed. One of the dates they actually just kind of threw on me and said, well, this crime was committed on this date, and it matches the other one, so we're just going to go in and give it to them. So I proved that I was in Biloxi at the time, you know, playing in a ball tournament. You know, just, just like I said, I, it took me almost three years to prove my innocence. And what, did they, what was the plea they offered? Life, because it was four felonies. They offered me life with probation, with uh, parole potential parole after 30 years god I almost said i've got paperwork to prove yeah no, i believe you i believe you. now here's here's the here's the screwed up situation about it of course i tried to file charges against city of ridgeland madison county because michael guest was the one that was hammering me for everything i tried to go after them you know for false arrestment defamation of character and all this stuff nothing could not do it yeah, they got immunity from no, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I finally, hell, it cost me $30,000 to get, you know, my attorney fees, to get, you know, the everything null prosecute, get all the charges dropped, get my record cleared. But it's just the fact that, you know, I had to out of pocket this stuff, and I'll never see that a dollar again from that stuff. No, and that can ruin you. That can, that, that can easily go back to what Buddy was talking about. Uh, bank getting bankrupted over somebody stealing your car, this, that, and the other. False accusations are the other thing. Look, man, people make mistakes, and, and that's also why I'm not so quick to, 
to be like, yeah, life in prison, life in prison. Now, if they're guilty, they're guilty. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. But right. All right, that's why you know, I'm a little softer on the death penalty than I used to be. I'm like, well, let's just run it out, run its course. Let's make sure that we got the right person. That's right. And, and, that's right. and whatnot. But once, you, once you've confirmed that you got the right person and they've committed these crimes, then it, it, all's fair in love and war. But your situation is terrible, man. I tell you, that, I mean, that's why you get these innocence projects and stuff out there. And they've gotten innocent people out of jail, unfortunately. I mean, they've gotten guilty people out of jail, too. But neither here nor there. I'm getting off course here. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're glad that worked out for you, obviously, Roger. Um, yeah, yeah. And, that's no, hell. and, I, I and there should be some recourse. There should be some financial yeah, yeah. recourse for people who are proven innocent and they had to spend all that dang money on a lawyer to keep themselves out of prison for something they didn't ask to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, you know, my attorney first hit guest with, look, he'll he'll take a polygraph, and obviously, you know, you know, first thing they'll say was that's not submissible in court. Okay, well, two and a half years later, after we submitted all the cell phone records, the video, like the video of me at a ball tournament, you know, showing where I checked in, and that, you know, just so much evidence showing that I was innocent on all this stuff. Michael Guest then says. Well, if he'll go down to the to the Raymond Jail, there's a guy down there that does a polygraph. Pay three thousand dollars. We'll uh, if he passes it, we'll 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 drop the charges. What so was two and a half years later? What yeah, was they? Yes. What was the proof that they? How did they come to the conclusion it was you? They they showed a blurred video on Jackson's Most Wanted on WLBT back when Marsha Thompson used to do that show, do that that segment back in '09. I remember. And somebody called in and said that that was me. It was a blurred video of this guy who went to a nursing home, broke into some cars, and he was at, on a shopping spree at Walmart in Ridgeland. And they were, you know, like I said, it was a blurred video. Was, you know, average guy, six foot, 200 pound frame. Somebody called in and said it was me. <laughs> Love to know who that was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, they take a bat to their but, knees. Uh, yeah, no doubt. So, but yeah, so that's that's that was why I wanted to call in because the the the, the system is screwed up. You know, you you got people that don't need to be in there. You got people that that need to be in there, and then you got people that just get screwed around all around. So, what's your what's your final verdict? Should there be life without parole for uh, for habitual offenders? Depending on what it is, non-violent habitual offenders. Yeah, non-violent habitual offender. Um, you know, I mean, if my 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 take is if you're constantly breaking into cars and, and doing crimes, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you need to be locked up for a long time. Definitely if you're a murderer, major drug dealer, something like that. Um, you know, I'm kind of leaning on it. I'll give you an option for parole because people can change. I will say that people can change. So let's say somebody that breaks into cars all the time but never hurt nobody never hit somebody no, no violence nothing like that and he's in jail he can get his life turned around give him an option for parole all right real quick definitely let, do that in less than 30 seconds our guy out there in, in rankin county john williams the third i remember his name the guy that got that killed his dad and stepmom uh, when he was a minor they're releasing he, he got 40 years um and he served 20, they, they paroled him out, and we fought like hell to try to keep him in. Within six months, he gets that DUI, wrecks his car in a ditch out in Pearl, doing some day drinking, 
and they're sending him back for a year. I just want your quick opinion. Should he have to serve the other 20 years? He should have never been let out from the get-go. If he murdered somebody, he, murdered he needs two to be people. gotten rid of, period. Premeditated, yeah, chopped them up, put them in a bag, and then drove them from South Jackson to Brandon. I can't believe he should have, he should, that. Meanwhile, he should have got lead, have got lead poison. He, yep. should, he should have never even been here to give an opportunity to got out. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, you got people in prison for the rest of their life without the possibility of parole that are nonviolent offenders. Roger, got to take, right. take my break, brother. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Yep. I'm gonna clip that up and um, put that out as a, as a standalone clip today. Roger's story is phenomenal. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, seven to nine a.m. on 103.9 FM WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB, and of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.